Anytime that it seems that we are taking steps back, we are actually and unknowingly taking steps forward because what we are learning is what doesn't work. And that's a good thing. We are developing what I call organic wisdom. Everything is wisdom and knowledge and growth, even if it seems like steps backward, even if it seems like mistakes, because In the end, I can tell you from experience and from other people that I know, that actually catapults you forward eventually. Welcome EI enthusiast to the Living and Leading with Emotional Intelligence podcast by Emotional Intelligence Magazine. Emotional Intelligence Magazine is a one-stop resource for anyone looking to learn more about emotional intelligence. In addition to articles, videos, and recommended books to help you develop and expand your EI, EIM Plus, as it's also known, offers a platform for EI coaches and specialists so they can connect with individuals who are ready to take their life or business to the next level. Learn more by visiting ei-magazine.com. That's ei-magazine.com. Or follow us on Instagram at the underscore ei underscore magazine. You can find these links and more in today's show notes. While today is supposed to be a guest host episode, things just don't always work out as planned sometimes, you know, and that's okay. So I'm going to be doing a solo episode today. If you're new to the show, my name is Brittany Nicole, and I am the regular host and founder of Emotional Intelligence Magazine. So let's get into the topic for today. Let's not waste any time. Let's talk about this thing called resistance. And the funny thing about the feeling of resistance is sometimes we feel it even with things that we should be excited about or we are excited about, like starting a new job, moving to a new place, going on vacation, having kids, whatever it may be. We feel this powerful and invisible internal force That unfortunately, even with those things that we know are going to benefit us in the long run and we're going to enjoy and be excited about, it can paralyze us from pursuing that or pursuing our dreams, taking healthy risk, and living a fulfilling life. So in this episode, I will be sharing with you seven reasons why you may be feeling resistance. And the first being a sense of safety And what is known and familiar, you know, as self-sabotaging as it may be, resistance is our ego safety mechanism, which kind of encourages us to hit the brakes before steering ourselves out of our comfort zone and into this realm of the unknown, which clearly, you know, that was a hot word during COVID, unknown, uncertain times, right? We do not like what is unknown, which is kind of funny because the next moment is not known. However, it is predictable. And new things are not as predictable as our day-to-day life. So even when we are not satisfied with our current state of life, maybe it's 
the position we're in. Maybe it's a relationship we're in and it's not the best or we're not really happy with it, but it's more comforting than what we don't know because our ego will kind of chime in and say, well, you know, things could always be worse. And yes, sure, they could be worse, but it never just taps us on the shoulder and says, but things could be a lot better too. For many of us, what often happens is it's only when our current level of discomfort is so unbearable in our eyes that we lower our defenses, or I should say our ego lowers its defenses and permits us to venture into that place of the unknown because it's just so uncomfortable. It's like, well, I, I, I just can't bear this right now. Anything has to be better than this. But we don't have to get to a point of misery to be able to step out of our comfort zone and to reduce that feeling of resistance. This is the beauty of awareness because we begin to understand the reason behind our resistance, those potential unrational fears that we have. We begin to understand that the feelings that accompany change are natural And we can talk ourselves through that process and take baby steps until we realize that we're safe and we're comfortable. Okay, moving on to the next one. So a conditioned fear of not having all the answers. Our society doesn't take kindly to ignorance. Now, what do I mean by ignorance? A lot of people confuse ignorance with stupidity and they are not the same thing. Ignorance is a lack of knowledge. And unfortunately, our society from a very young age tells us that we need to have, quote unquote, the right answer. Don't say the wrong thing. Don't make a mistake. You should know this. How could you not know this? That's what I mean by our society does not tolerate ignorance. So what happens is we always feel like we have to have the right answer, even if it's not the right answer. And this breeds ignorance, ironically, Because we're afraid of being wrong. And so we state our case and we stick to it. What happens is we end up in our society with a mass or a sea of self-proclaimed experts. Just regurgitating information in other people's opinions that they've heard and using systems of others and defining that as well-researched facts and personal mastery on their part. Now, this is not to say that people aren't regurgitating actual facts, but the fact is they may not be doing their due diligence to look into the research themselves to confirm that. And that is super important. So how does this tie into resistance? Because when we stray away from what we know to be true, we are entering this space of ignorance. Naturally, we go from a place of knowing to a place of unknown. But we have to break free from this toxic condition belief in this rhetoric that newfound ignorance is something that we should fear. Instead, we should embrace it and see it as an opportunity to learn and grow, become curious. And with curiosity comes excitement instead of fear and doubt. And one other thing that I want to hit on when it comes to conditioned fear of not having all the answers, 
we tend to attach that lack of knowing or lack of having the answers to our self-worth. And it's not part of our self-worth. I mean, we don't know what we don't know and we have to become curious and we have to learn and educate ourselves to develop that awareness. But we have to reprogram these scripts that tell us that our self-worth is attached to what we know because it's not. Okay, moving on to the next one. So a list of what ifs. When you think about going into something new, what runs through your mind? A lot of questions, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's a lot of what ifs. And it's funny, I'm sure many of us have the same experience that the what ifs that run through our minds are primarily focused on the adverse outcomes that we may experience versus the positive possibilities, right? Can you relate to that? For example, what if I get further behind my peers? What if I put in all this work and I fell? What if I make the wrong decision? What if I lose all my money? What if I let down those closest to me? What if everyone is right and I'm a failure? But what if we what if ourselves into a more positive state of mind and possibility and change those what ifs to what if I start a positive chain reaction that impacts countless people for the rest of human existence? I know that seems grandiose, but it's actually true. Everything you are doing today, regardless of whether it's positive, neutral, negative, it doesn't matter. Everything that we do, every action we take has a ripple effect that will always continue. Always. It's like the butterfly effect. What if I pull this off? What if I build something that I'm proud of? What if... At the end of my life, I have no regrets because I tried. Because guess what? Sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes we try and we, I don't like to use the word fell, but we don't get the outcome that we hoped for. However, we put in the effort, we tried, and now we know. So when you start hearing those what ifs run through your head, everything is hypothetical. All what ifs are hypothetical. So one, why not turn that into a more positive potential? Because we tend to create what we think, right? We create this self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you're focused on the negative things that will happen, either one, you're not going to do it because that's going to create fear and resistance and you're going to buy into those beliefs. Or we can think of all the wonderful possibilities that can help us steer in that direction and make the decisions that lead to that outcome. Let's take a pause for a second. I want to introduce something brand new that we're doing at Emotional Intelligence Magazine. It's called Convo Shop. If you are listening right now and you are a leader or a manager or an owner of your organization or company, this is going to be for you. So right now we're experiencing so many challenges in life and also in business, especially with employee engagement, accountability, well-being, retention. All of these challenges are a result of people problems that are related to a lack of emotional intelligence. And that is not a hit on anyone 
but it's a skill. It's a skill that we're not taught. And so through Combo Shop, we are taking emotional intelligence to a new level. This is a program that, again, is meant for leaders, managers, or owners of businesses to help create and foster that accountability amongst your team members, to help foster engagement both intellectually and emotionally, and build a solid foundation for well-being and success. Right now, we are looking for people to participate in our beta cohort in September. This is at no cost to leaders. However, you do have to fill out an application. We're going to be very selective with this because we want people coming in that are going to actively participate and come into it with intention and purpose. If that sounds like you or it sounds like somebody that you know that could benefit from this and would be intentional as a participant, please go to our show notes for today or visit ei-magazine.com slash convoshop. That is C-O-N-V-O-S-H-O-P, ei-magazine.com slash convoshop to learn more. Now back to the show. Another big reason that we feel resistance is that the journey ahead seems too daunting. We look up and we see this massive mountain and we think, how in the world are we going to reach to the top of that mountain? (laughs) I think of a story of when my parents told us or told me, I'm an only child. I don't know why I said us. Um, I didn't have any imaginary friends back then. But, and I don't know, (laughs) I'm just digging myself a hole. All right. Anyways, so my parents told me that we were going to Disney World and I was so excited. And I I mean, that feeling of just euphoria, right? Like wildest dreams, so excited. And then we get in the car. So we drove and it was a 12 hour car ride. And this was my first really long road trip. And I was a kid back in the 90s, right? So had a Game Boy, that was pretty much it. Um, And I thought to myself, are we there yet? And I would ask my parents, are we there yet? And 30 minutes would go by, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And hour after hour, it just felt so grueling, like we were never going to get there. And I started to question, is this even worth it? Like I am miserable. I am bored out of my mind because... I lost sight of the outcome because it just seems so far out of reach. And having a vision of what we want and doing what it takes to get what we want can seem worlds apart. That initial high that we feel in that dreaming phase tends to lose momentum when we start taking the steps towards our goal or not even taking the steps, sometimes just realizing the actual steps that we're going to have to take to reach our goal. And anytime that we are doing something that is new and unfamiliar, that's not habitual, it's going to take a lot of energy, either physical energy, mental energy, and that can be draining Another thing that can happen is that, you know, we're testing out the waters, right? So we may put a ton of effort in and not really get anywhere because maybe what we're doing isn't working towards what we want. And then we may feel like we took a few steps back. But I will say this, 
Anytime that it seems that we are taking steps back, we are actually and unknowingly taking steps forward because what we are learning is what doesn't work. And that's a good thing. We are developing what I call organic wisdom. Everything is wisdom and knowledge and growth, even if it seems like steps backward, even if it seems like mistakes, because in the end, I can tell you from experience and from other people that I know, that actually catapults you forward eventually, because you develop again all of this knowledge from doing the wrong thing. And anyone who has accomplished great things will tell you three things. They'll probably tell you more than three things, but here's three things that they will definitely tell you. Take it one day at a time and never lose sight of the outcome. You don't have to stare at the peak of the mountain and say, how am I going to get here? Just know that every step you take is getting you closer to the summit. Number two is enjoy the process. This is huge. It could take years to get to where you want. I've been working in my business now for four years. I've been working solely on my business for three years as of this podcast recording. And if I did not love what I did day to day, I wouldn't be here because it's a lot of work and a lot of work that doesn't really pay in the beginning. That's just part of having a business. So you have to enjoy the process and see that as, again, a learning experience for you to continue to have that momentum. Number three, realize that every step towards your goal is a step forward, even if it seems backwards. I've already hit on that, but again, that's something that anybody who has accomplished great things will tell you. So when you get lost and consumed by a quick fix or an overnight success mindset, Don't give up before you get started. Do not give up before you get started. This is the mindset of the masses and why many people will never achieve their dreams or goals because they let the thought of failure, they let the thought of all the time, energy, and effort, they let the resistance prevent them from achieving their dreams. The last thing you want is to go to your deathbed and have regrets. And I can promise you that while it may be grueling work sometimes, you will not have regrets when you chase what you want. Okay, moving on. Other people are influencing your decisions. The opinions of others can weigh heavily on our decision-making process. And this is especially true in cultures where putting yourself first is seen as a disgrace to both you and your family. So while I don't believe in that individualistic mindset, that egocentric uh, mindset, I do feel that if you are not harming others and you are seeking to better yourself for the greater good, others' opinions should not get in your way. And oftentimes when people try to prevent you from doing something and they tell you, oh, that's risky, that's never going to work, they're probably coming, I mean, not everybody, but I feel like most people are coming from a good place. They want to make sure that you're okay and nothing bad's going to happen. But you got to realize that 
most people are living from a state of fear themselves. They're living in that victim mentality mindset instead of a growth mindset. And so they prevent themselves from taking healthy risk and doing things that they want or dream of pursuing because of that fear. So you shouldn't let their fear prevent you from chasing your dreams. And maybe you just need to talk through this with them. Talk about all the possibilities, how you're going to get there. What is your plan to reach your goal? And this may help ease their concerns. However, if anyone refuses to support your choice and abandons you because of your pursuit, then you have to ask yourself, was this a strong relationship to begin with? Was this love conditional or unconditional? And as painful as it may be to cut ties or distance yourself from people, you should not sacrifice your dreams and your happiness due to the disapproval and rejection of others. And lastly, self-doubt. As much as we've talked about others in society feeding us these beliefs and getting in our head and aiding in this resistance, we are the most significant obstacle in our way to success and fulfillment. And this is actually a really good thing. You're like, what? Why? Because all we have to do is step aside and get out of our own way. And I know that's easier said than done, sure, Just like what I said earlier about the what ifs, whatever we tell ourselves is likely going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're telling yourself it's too hard, I don't know how to do this, then it's going to be really hard. But if you tell yourself, I've got this, I know I have it within me, I know I have the resources. And again, I know that's easier said than done because at a subconscious level, if we truly believe deep down that we can't do it then we're not going to be able to do that. We've got to take care of those underlying beliefs because that is what is driving us. But once we can develop that awareness and say, where is this coming from? Because guess what? None of us were born with self-doubt. None of us. It was conditioned in us. It was based on what other people told us, how other people treated us. So once we can bring that to light through awareness, then we can take care of that perception of ourselves that is creating that self-doubt. And sometimes we just have to press forward, even when we feel that resistance, just it's, it's hard. I know, but just press forward. You've got this. Don't allow resistance to prevent you from living out your full potential because I'm telling you, you will inevitably meet your final days with regret and sadness. And I do not want that for you. I don't want that for anyone. And you may be thinking, well, Brittany, you have no idea all the things that I've been through and all the challenges that I face. I don't. You're right. I have no clue. And I can't compare my story to your story. But I will say this. 15 years ago, or even talking to my teenage self 20 years ago. Ah, that's scary. But If I was talking to the older version of myself, or I should say younger version of myself, 
and said, you're going to be successful. You're going to have a book. You're going to have a podcast. You're going to have two businesses, blah, blah, blah. I would have never have believed that. I was a terrible student, someone that had special needs, that was taken out of classes for special tutoring. I was on all these medications for generalized anxiety disorder, OCD, ADD. I was bullied when I was a child. Like nothing from my childhood indicated that I would be successful in life. And it was challenging. I felt immense resistance when I started to move forward. But what drove me was a passion. And it took me really getting uncomfortable to get to where I am today. But I will say that the more that I put myself out of my comfort zone, even as painful as it was sometimes, like literally sometimes before going to a networking event, I was in my room in a fetal position. Not even kidding. I was that paralyzed with fear. I had immense social anxiety, but I forced myself to go. Sometimes I would even get sick to my stomach. And what I would do is as soon as I would get to the event, believe it or not, as soon as I got to the event, the anxiety started to lift. It was the fear of getting there. The anticipation was the worst part. And once I got over that, everything else was fine. And I remember coming back from networking events and thinking, wow, that was great. I had a wonderful time and met amazing people. And that's what I would reflect on. Even though I'd still get anxiety going to events, I would say, but you know that you're going to be okay once you get there. You've known that from experience, everything's going to be fine. And that's what I focused on. And over time, and it took time, I reconditioned that belief. And I think that fear that social anxiety came from having that experience of being bullied when I was a child, you know, not being accepted by others. But again, conditioned beliefs, we can override that, we can rewire our brain. So if you are feeling resistance, if you are doubting yourself, I encourage you, go to our website. We have a tab that's called EI Specialist, and we have people who are willing to help guide you through this process so you don't have to do it alone. Again, that's just go to ei-magazine.com. At the very top of our homepage, it has EI Specialist, and you can check out some amazing, wonderful people that can help guide you through the process. I hope you enjoyed this solo episode for today, and I hope you'll join us next time as well. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, live and lead with an open heart and an open mind.